Welcome to John Cook Ministries Podcast. I'm John Cook. I'm a retired Baptist preacher with over 50 years in the ministry of teaching and preaching the King James Bible, God's Holy Word. The purpose of this podcast is to present the Word of God as being just as relevant today as it was in the day it was written. Today we are going to continue our study on just a thought on the book of Revelation, a verse-by-verse study to see what God has to say to us from His Word. Today we're in Revelation chapter 8, and we're going to begin with verse 12. We've covered the first 11 verses of this chapter. We've looked at the sounding of the seven trumpets. The beginning shows us the seventh seal being opened, and there is silence in heaven for the space of half an hour. And then we see the seven trumpets given to seven angels that are prepared. And then an angel comes with a censer to the golden altar before the throne of God. He puts incense in, and the incense, the smoke of the incense goes up before God with the prayers of God's saints. We've seen God answering now the prayers of God's saints as the angel takes that censer, takes the fire off the altar, places it into the censer, and casts the censer to the earth. And there is lightnings and thunderings and voices and an earthquake as God unleashes his judgment on this world. Then we find the sounding of the first trumpet, and that trumpet sounds, and the third part of the trees and the grass are destroyed. The second trumpet sounds, and the third part of the sea is made blood, and a third part of the creatures in the sea die, and a third part of the shipping is destroyed. And then we see the sounding of the second trumpet, And what appears to be like a great mountain burning with fire is cast into the sea, and the sea becomes blood. And a third part of the creatures of the sea die, and a third part of the shipping is destroyed. And then the third trumpet sounds, and God causes a great star from heaven to fall, burning, as it were, like a lamp. It falls on the fresh water, and the fresh water is turned to wormwood, and men die from the waters that are turned to wormwood. And now we come to verse 12. The fourth angel sounds. And this fourth angel, when he sounds, the Bible says that a third part of the sun was smitten, a third part of the moon was smitten, a third part of the stars was smitten, so that the third part of them was darkened. And the day shone not for a third part, and the night likewise. We've seen that each of these judgments is a judgment against the gods of this world. Man worships the nature of trees and grass and water and seas and money and all these things. And he worships the stars. He looks to the stars for his fortunes. When God said that they were only there to divide the day from the night, to give light in the day, to give light in the night. And for times and seasons, they were not there to be worshipped. In fact, we're forbidden to worship the creatures of, that God has made. But man, Romans chapter 1 and verse 25 says, has changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Man has chosen to worship what God created rather than to worship the one who created it. 
It's interesting that on the fourth day of creation, God said, let there be light. At the sounding of the fourth trumpet, that light is diminished by God who created the light. Jesus spoke of this judgment in Luke chapter 21, verses 25 and 26. Let me read that to you. Jesus says, and there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking for those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. So God's going to shake the powers of heaven and men's hearts are going to fail them for fear, meaning men are going to have heart attack for fear of what they're seeing that God is doing to this world. Isaiah speaks of this time. In Isaiah chapter 13 and verse 10, he says, For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. So God is going to cut out the light that man depends upon. Amos also speaks of this day. When he says, it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord God, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon, and I will darken the earth in the clear day. So God is going to, to darken this world. Men like darkness, God's going to give it to them. Matthew chapter 24 and verse 29 says, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. God's going to shake this old creation, the creation that man worships. Man's going to find out his God can be shaken and destroyed. Luke speaks of this judgment in Luke 21 and verse 25. There shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. That sounds like the trumpet that sounded before this one. Joel says the earth shall quake before them. The heavens shall tremble. The sun and the moon shall be dark and the stars shall withdraw their shining. You know, Moses brought darkness all over Egypt except the land of Goshen where the children of Israel were. But he brought darkness over all the land other than that. Pharaoh and his people sat in darkness, a darkness that was so bad, so heavy that you could feel it, to where Pharaoh cries out to Moses, I've had enough, take the darkness away. Man is willing to sit in darkness in this world. The darkness of, that the devil brings upon men. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 to 12, I want to read you that scripture. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 says, Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, with all deceivableness of righteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this cause God shall... Send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So this judgment that's falling at the sound of the fourth trumpet is a judgment upon those who have rejected the light of God. And so God gives them darkness to sit in. You reject the truth. God will see to it that you believe a lie. Then we come to verse 13. 
When we come to Revelation chapter 8 and verse 13, we read this. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. By reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. This angel flying through the midst of heaven, declaring woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Some of these so-called Bibles have changed it from an angel to an eagle. But I'll just take what the Bible says. You can take what you want to. I know God knows the difference between an angel and an eagle. This angel flying through the midst of the heaven, pronouncing three woes upon the inhabitants of the earth, is speaking of the last three trumpets that are yet to sound. Notice his message is to the inhabitants of the earth. These are those who have taken up residence here. These are those who love this world and the things of this world. These are not sojourners just traveling through as the Christians are in this world. No, they've settled in this world. They've settled in with no desire to leave this world. Well, like it or not, you'll leave because God is going to blow this earth sky high. For Christians, we're called strangers and pilgrims in the earth. If you look at 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 11, so in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 11, Peter says, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. You see, we're just strangers and pilgrims. We're looking for a city, the city of God, the new Jerusalem, the city where the Lord Jesus Christ has gone to prepare a place for us. As he said in the book of John, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that ye may be where I am also. So we're going to go to the place prepared by the Lord Jesus Christ for us as Christians, as his children. But this world, well, they're the inhabitants. The wicked of this world have taken up residence in this world. They're settled. They're quite satisfied with the wickedness of this world. And so the Lord says, woe, woe, woe to them. Hebrews speaks of those that have gone before us in faith. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 13, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. You see, those who have gone before us, the saints who have gone before us, confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. You see, Christian, you and I, as Christians, don't fit this world's mold. We don't fit in. And so we're just strangers and pilgrims. We're passing through this world. We're looking for the upper taker, as my daddy used to say. My daddy often said that he wanted to go by way of the upper taker, not by way of the undertaker. 
But the undertaker got him, but the upper taker took care of that too. Because absent from the body, present with the Lord. So this angel found in verse 13 of Revelation chapter 8, if I could put it in the vernacular of the world, you ain't seen nothing yet. But you don't want to be here for the sounding of the first four trumpets that have preceded this announcement. But brother, you dead sure don't want to be here for the sounding of the next three. But what is the only way to miss the sounding of these trumpets? To being caught in the judgment of God upon this world and upon the wicked of this world. Well, the only way out is through the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Come to the Father through him. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God hath raised him, the Lord Jesus, from the dead, and thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. There's salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ, but there is salvation in none other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So if you're not saved, get saved today. If you are, bless his name, we're going to be in heaven enjoying the fruits of his righteousness in us. Well, this concludes our study of just a thought on Revelation chapter 8. Join us for our next study. Until then, God bless you. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on Just a Thought on the book of Revelation. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast. And you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless. Till the next video.